0: Hello, you're listening to My Sister Says with Amy, Erin, and Carly. It's just
1: something to listen to. This is episode 5.
2: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of My Sister Says. Today we will be talking about the internet and all of the different versions of the internet. But before we get into that discussion, we're going to share what we're into, like we do every episode. So, Carly, would you like to start us off? What are you into this week?
1: Sure. Um,
2: what I'm into this week is a show
1: that I, I binged watched like over this past week and a half, called Victoria, and it's one of those PBS masterpiece classic shows, like Downton Abbey or something. Yeah. It's about Queen Victoria and, like, her early... It starts off when she first becomes queen and her early reign as queen.
0: I have vaguely heard of this. I've kind of heard of this show. Like, I've seen um some trailers for it or something but yeah i don't know much about it how many seasons have there been is it just one or two or what it's just two
1: seasons and i think there are only like eight episodes per season yeah it's like an hour long show or 40 minutes so it didn't take me long to watch them all and it's on i watched it on amazon the if you have prime then the first season's free, and then the second season, you have to get a PBS um, subscription. But I just did a free trial, and I watched it the whole se- second season in that one-week
0: free trial. So I didn't
1: have to pay any money. <laughs>
0: um. Man, those free trials get me. I know. Because I forget about, like, half of them that I sign up for, and then I end up paying for things and having to cancel them after I've already paid for, like, months. Ugh. Yeah I'm really, I'm really bad about that.
1: Yeah. Well, if you can remember to cancel it, you can watch the whole second season in the week
0: if you have time. If you have that. Amount of time. If I have time: <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of time
1: <laughs> But um, it's gotten me into learning about Queen Victoria. She's kind of an interesting, led an interesting life. Um, mm.
2: I read a about lot of drama.
1: There is a lot of drama and like there was when she was growing up, they had to like keep her secluded because people would probably try to kill her because she was the heir. Whoa! Oh. and that but her mm-hmm. uncle was also if she had died, then he would have become king. So she had like a very lonely childhood and um, stuff like that. And then there were like I read the Wikipedia page about her and there were several assassination attempts to, Against her. man, huh. nah. Like shooting. People trying to shoot her. While she's it's in so her so scary. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And then there's a the whole romance between her and Albert. So that's fun. Because she was unmarried when she became queen. So they had to, mm. you know, people were trying to set her up with different princes and things. and
0: so Yeah, I might check I, that
1: out. I've been, I liked it. And I... We'll watch season three, which I guess it'll come on PBS, because I think season two is over
0: now. Have you watched yeah. The Crown? I haven't watched The Crown. That's a good one, too, if you're just needing some more royalty
2: to watch. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe I should watch I've watched that, that, one. that one.
2: Yeah, I've heard of that one. I keep meaning to get it started, but I haven't yet.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty good stuff,
1: guys. I have mixed feelings about watching a show about someone who's still alive,
0: like Queen Elizabeth still alive. I think it's <laughs> I Elizabeth think it's pretty good. The crown. I know. I think it's pretty like pretty well done as far as like showing respect to the living queen. Right. Okay. Because I I feel like the lady who uh, portrays Queen Elizabeth is really good at being mm. like human but also, you know, putting up that kind of cold, regal front.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mhm.
0: Um but it's pretty it's pretty good. I would say the person who I would say um Prince Philip is not portrayed in as well a light, as good a light oh, as really. Yeah. Mm. Although it's he's not like terrible or anything, it just, you know he's a little more of a troublemaker yeah stirring things up so okay I recommend yeah, I might that. have to check that one out next well I guess I'll go next um my thing that I've been into is the Judge John Hodgman podcast
1: mm-hmm.
0: um mm-hmm. the two of you have heard me talk about this a little bit before I nice. okay this has been going on for years so many years been on since like 2010 it's been a thing i think
1: mm, that's a long
0: time maybe i mean that's what the earliest episodes are on itunes from 2010 mm. had no idea mm. never heard about this before mm-hmm. but i've listened to this podcast on maximum fun called oh no roth and carrie um which is also a good one but when I was listening to that one day, I heard a commercial for the Judge John Hodgman podcast, and that really got me hooked. And I Mm. still am listening, because I haven't gotten through, obviously. um, Eight years. Eight years. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really fun. It's just um, this guy, John Hodgman, he is... um, uh, a character actor so he's been in some things TV shows and mainly comedy stuff he was the mm-hmm. he was the PC in those Mac and PC commercials Oh, and he um, he's an internet judge so he just gives out rulings on people's um, personal quarrels so usually it's like a husband and wife sometimes it's siblings sometimes it's Friends, or other relatives. I heard one that was like a coworker situation. People mm-hmm. just come with their problems. Um, they have like one specific issue that they've been bickering about, and it's never anything crazy. It's not like real arguments. <laughs> it's not like custody battles or anything. <laughs> give us, give us your favorite <laughs> uh, example. Oh, that okay, you've to, my so. favorite episode was called the Turing Testimony, Turing, Turing, like Alan Turing, the computer guy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was about, it was brought by uh, one friend against her other friend. Um, And her friend had started using this weird, like, AI program to have conversations with. So she would just be texting with this computer that's like, made to have conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um and she was just kind of doing it for fun, to like see what it would the kinds of things it would talk about with her. And um apparently it's some kind of a game so you can like level up if you talk to it enough or something <laughs> like that. But her friend <laughs> was concerned that this was like a really weird thing for her to be doing. Yeah. Um kinda like, you know, does movies like Her and stuff like that where Mm -hmm. people get too involved in their um, robot friend lives and stuff. So (laughs) she so this girl's concerned friend brought her to the court and they read out like some of the conversations that she'd been having with this AI personality. Oh, and I forget what she named him but she named him something really funny. (laughs) It It was like a a real person's name only it was just like slightly off hold on I I gotta find this but (laughs) anyway so they read out some of the conversations and it was really interesting because the friend who brought the case was kind of like partially jealous because she wanted to be talking to she wanted her friend to be interested in talking to her as much as she was interested in talking to this AI thing yeah um her friend was just like, you know, it's not really like a real relationship. I know that, but it's just kind of interesting. Uh I think the judge ordered her to um keep having conversations with this thing just because it was so fascinating for everybody.
1: <laughs>
0: but but also to talk more to her friend. <laughs> But they (laughs) they had a follow-up where the girl was like, you know, eventually I I started feeling weird about talking to this AI so much. (laughs) (laughs) So she just stopped on her own. That is a pretty good case, though. Yeah, that was definitely the most fascinating one that I... I mean, there's a lot of good ones on there, though. I just listened to an old one about um, Shetland Ponies. (laughs) This one lady was like bringing her other friend to court because she thought her ponies were misbehaving. (laughs) (laughs) It's just got some really good stuff on there. I recommend it to everybody because it's a good, like, inoffensive but also like fun podcast Mm -hmm. to listen to. Usually most episodes are like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour long. Yeah. I feel like he has a very dry sense of
1: humor yes so it's just yeah it's and he makes some really I mean it.
0: not only is he like funny but like he makes some really good points there too mm-hmm. I like to listen to the ones between like husbands and wives because he always makes really solid arguments for like you know how you should behave when you're in a committed relationship so he calls people out when they're mm-hmm. not being yeah. like Thoughtful enough, or caring enough, or like mm-hmm. thinking about the other person's feelings, and I'm just like, that's so good. Yeah, he's like <laughs> a mediator. Yeah, he as really well is as a judge. <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta check it out, everybody, everybody listening. Y'all gotta <laughs> check out this Judge John Hodgman podcast <laughs>
2: that's been on for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. All right. Yeah. Um, what I'm into lately. This is just like. Yesterday. Whoa. I was m- messing, <laughs> messing around with uh, my, my Instagram feed. I have two Instagram accounts. I have, mm-hmm. my, I have a private one that's basically pictures of my children, and it's the people who follow it are all like family and close friends and people who actually care to see just a bunch of pictures of my children. And then I have um, a public account. That I started to go along with. I have a blog, AmyBeth.me, that I mm-hmm. write on maybe twice a year at this point. <laughs> but so I have this uh, this other Instagram account that I meant to use as like a way to play more creatively, you know, share some more things with the world, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I've had trouble figuring out like what exactly I want to post on there because I don't want it to be just another feed of all my children. But that's pretty much what my day has in it, is Mm -hmm. my children. So anyway, I was playing around with that yesterday, and I found an app. Well, actually, I've I've had the app for a while, and then I stopped using it, and then I went and looked at it again, and it had some updates that I thought were interesting. So it's called A Color Story. It's a photo editing app. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And the thing that I thought was fun was it has this feature called The Grid, and you can put in put pictures in the grid and you can like edit the pictures and you can see them all displayed as if it's like your Instagram feed. Oh. You know, like when you go to your profile and you can see all of your pictures there together on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the little the little squares. So it shows you like all the pictures in these little squares after you've edited them and then you can send them to Instagram from that. Mm-hmm. So I was playing around with that because I really want to create like a look for my Instagram feed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just think yeah. it sounds like fun. I follow totally a lot curated. of people. Yeah. I follow people who I feel like have really nice, just really pretty, cohesive looking Instagram feeds. And I know a lot of it is editing and mm-hmm. I just haven't really figured out what I want my look to be yet. So mine kind of looks like a hodgepodge. And, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I haven't been very excited about it so far. So Mm -hmm. I was just playing around with this app because it has this cool little grid feature and I can see all of them at once and you can like rearrange the pictures if you want to put stuff in a certain order in your Instagram feed and plan it out Mm. and then post from there. It also has a lot of really nice filters. Um, It has some default ones and then it has a lot of extra filter packs that you can buy Mm -hmm. Um, and you can kind of layer them on top of each other and stuff. So... So that's cool. that's what I've been into here the past 24 hours or so. <laughs> yeah. I've been, been playing with, uh, curating an Instagram feed. So... That's um, I want to
0: look into that. What would you yeah. call that app?
2: What it's called it? A Color Story. A color um,
0: Story. It, I think
2: it's a pretty popular photo editing app. It's made by the people who have the A Beautiful Mess blog. Oh, yeah. Which is a pretty big, like, DIY lifestyle blog. Mm-hmm. So... Um, They know how to make pretty, pretty pictures and pretty Instagram feeds. So, but yeah, it was just kind of a cool feature. I don't feel like I've seen that in other photo editing apps to see all of your pictures together and kind of. So I was able to, you know, just play around with different filters and see if I could come up with a look that I want before I have to like post anything and make it permanent, you know? Yeah,
0: Yeah. I want to get into that, too. I've been thinking about starting an Instagram for like just travel photography mm-hmm. um just because i kind of want to use it if i ever want to like apply for any jobs that involve that sort of thing either photography or traveling and yeah. i could cut into yeah, that a portfolio idea. too you know mm-hmm. yeah so i might have to look into that
1: yeah. yeah so i guess we need to move on to our topic
0: of the podcast Oh, wait. Before we do that, I wanted to say I found the name of this AI. She named it herself. Okay. Because um, you can, anybody who gets this AI program can choose the name for whoever they're talking to. Mm-hmm. So she named this thing Tinothy. Like <laughs> Timothy, but with an N. So it's Tinothy. Tinothy. <laughs> I just really like that. Yeah. It's yeah. a
1: pretty good name. I like it.
0: Tinny for sure. Anyway Tinny (laughs) Little tin 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 (laughs) Okay Um, Yeah (laughs) So I didn't do any research About different
2: internets
1: I just read a couple articles
2: About it Well Um, I've been thinking about this for years (laughs) So I think we start this conversation Yeah Let's do it (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, so here's here's some background when it comes to the idea of different internets. And I think these days this idea is um, becoming a little more widespread. People are a little more aware of how what one person sees on the internet is not the same thing as what other people see on the yeah. internet. Yeah. But um, I first noticed this, it's probably been a year or two, maybe even more, ago, Because my husband and I both spend a lot of time on the internet. We both follow people in various places. Um, You know, I was on Facebook and did a bunch of, you know, go to Pinterest a lot and Instagram and had a lot of blogs that I followed and podcasts Mm -hmm. I listened to. And Mm -hmm. he's the same way, only he did like Twitter and a few other things like that. And... You know, at the end of the day, we'd sit down and chat, and we just kind of talk about, oh, here's an interesting thing I read today, or something I heard, or whatever. And we realized that the the things that were happening on all the different things we were looking at the, on the internet could be very different, mm-hmm. like totally different topics would be considered important in these circles. You know, there'd be one thing that he was hearing a whole lot about and I was clueless or something I was hearing a lot about and he had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah. And we just found that kind of interesting because it's not like Chris and I have very different life experiences, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's not like we have different religious or political views or. Um, yeah. You don't live, we,
1: we, <laughs> we don't live in different places. <laughs> you don't live in different places. You live in the same, this, house. Yeah, same house. We obviously <laughs> the have the age. same like
2: socioeconomic status. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these like traditional demographics are com- are the same. Yeah, you even both
0: have three kids.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're the same age, too. You went to the same college. (laughs) Yeah, we have the the same educational level, that kind of thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we majored. We both majored in education. So a lot of things are very similar between the two of us, but we were still finding that, like, the people and the topics that we've followed on the Internet did not always cross over. They could be very Mm -hmm. separated, yeah. So I've just thought this was kind of an interesting topic for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, just how two people who have so much else in common can be hearing about totally different things. Right. Um, one simple example that I can think of is it was maybe like last winter or something. I felt like all the people I was following on the Internet were talking about. And I'm, I don't know how to pronounce this word. Hig, ho Something like that. Have you all heard of this? No. How's it spelled? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's like H-Y-G-U-E or something like that. Oh. Okay. Ooh. I'll have to yeah, look it up. But it's that. like a a Dutch word or a, some kind of Scandinavian word. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the idea of like how to get cozy in the winter. And so like what? Scandinavian... <laughs> These Scandinavian countries will talk about, you know, bringing more of this hoig into their home in the Mm -hmm. form of just like more blankets and candles and just things that you do to cozy up in the winter so you don't get depressed, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I saw like all sorts of things. There were blog posts. There were people talking about it on podcasts. There were like... (laughs) pinterest pins i was seeing like how to add more hype to your life or whatever i was seeing wow. it all over the place and i one day we just sat down and i mentioned something about to chris and he's like what are you talking about <laughs> i've never heard of this word and obviously neither have you all so no. <laughs> i think i did see an article this winter
1: about something kind of like that but i don't know if i had that yeah. word in it
0: yeah i was seeing it all over the place I'm excited to see if I see something about it right after we finish recording this, because I'm I'm very interested in how the internet spies on Mm. us. Oh,
2: there you go. Yeah, that's what I was going
0: to
1: talk about, too, things that I've noticed before.
0: Yeah, am I all of a sudden going to see articles about how I need to be getting cozy
2: (laughs) right (laughs) after we finish talking?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: That would be an interesting follow-up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so I just so I just really felt the need to talk about this with somebody else to see, mm-hmm. to see if, like, you two see a different internet than what I see. Oh, yeah. definitely. You know?
1: I'm sure I do. I feel like I like to, like, creep on celebrities on Instagram. I don't actually follow them, but I like to look yeah. at their posts every once in a while. I'm like, oh, Jennifer Garner's been putting up a lot of funny videos, apparently. So I'm going to go watch your funny videos on Instagram and then i feel like i get all sorts of things about celebrities after that so mm-hmm. i think i have a knowledge about pop culture that other people don't and i don't know if i like it but <laughs> it's just <what> i see
0: <laughs> well i get a lot of like on instagram i get a lot of like fitness and especially like booty pictures <laughs> <laughs> I and i know it must be because i keep like clicking on them <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know how it started. I think, like, well, I have, like, a couple of friends who are into fitness, and they post pictures of, like, before and after shots, and, you know, this is how much mm-hmm. muscle mass I've put on in the past three months or something. So I've looked at those, and then I think that leads me to other people <laughs> who do the same thing. And yeah. then I end up, my whole feed is just people and like, you know, Booties. their... Their little booty shorts, or like their, like swimsuits, flexing their muscles. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I don't know, and it's that, and then like dogs. You know, I don't look at like my, uh, like the home or whatever. Like the
0: uh, Discover, I think that's. It's not the home.
2: Just yeah, the Discover. I don't look at that Mm -hmm. very often. Um, Well, don't, because you'll click on one
0: thing, and all of a sudden you'll just be ashamed of yourself. But look at a lot of those look at like, so many
1: food things, too. Like people making. I'm looking at mine right now. Oh, yeah. There's a guy like making some sort of dessert thing, which I like to watch those sometimes because they're just kind of mm.
2: mesmerizing. Yeah, that. I'm looking and at mine sometimes. now. It seems like a lot of like interiors, flowers.
0: Mm, that's there's good. some food
2: in there. Random people. I don't know. Keep it that doing. way. I got all there. kinds
0: of crazy stuff on mine. It's
1: all embarrassing. There's an American Idol audition video on mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fall I, of, I'm i really... I fall prey to uh, the clickbait sometimes. It'll be mm-hmm. like... You know, it'll look like it's going to be a funny video or something. And then it'll just um, uh, take me down some kind of rabbit hole. People yeah. being immature and stuff.
2: Yeah, now that I look at, like, on the Discover, I would say it's probably pretty... Uh, similar to like the people i follow on this account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of yeah. uh Yeah, like interior decorating, design. Yeah. Plants and flowers, some, you know, kids.
0: Mhm. That sounds nice. Art, stuff like I that. I need to click on more <laughs> art and <laughs> plants. That sounds really nice. <laughs>
1: I've got a lot of dogs too. I don't really have any dogs. You gotta look got at the some dogs. Food. I've got a lot of celebrities. I've got some art things. Bullet journaling. I have one fitness picture, Aaron. Ooh. What is it? Is it a booty? Glutes. It's her, it's, it's her well, it's the whole body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like different angles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I wanted to say um, Well, I moved into a a new apartment recently So I've been looking I had to buy a new mattress So I've been looking at uh, I've been doing a lot of research on mattresses and stuff And so now Like this past week If I ever like was on a site Or I watched a YouTube channel It was always a mattress ad yeah. yeah. So it's just interesting how the advertisements change. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff Googled that
0: creeps me out more. a little bit. Yeah. And honestly like a lot of times for me it's it's doesn't make a lot of sense because it'll be something that I just bought or something that I I've already like booked like a hotel or like a city and then I'll get advertisements mm-hmm. for like So, Mm -hmm. do you want to go to this city? And I'm like, but I just booked everything for that. So, no, I don't need any more information. (laughs) Or it'll be like, oh, uh, you want some of this product? And I'm like, I just ordered that, so I'm good for now. (laughs) Yeah. It's especially creepy when you've talked
1: about something and then you you see an ad for it. Yes.
0: Because that happens, too, to me. That happens to me, too. And I tried to tell somebody about this and say, they're listening. <laughs> 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 and I was, like, shot down. I was like, I don't think you realize how all of I your mean, information yeah, is I mean, yeah, if you talking. pay
1: attention to Like, for instance, I remember this one time I was at our parents' house, and I had, we had bought this different type of coffee called Chockful full Coffee. And <laughs> it wasn't even me who bought it. We were just talking about it, yeah. And I think our parents had bought it, but it showed up on something I was looking at—an ad for Chock Full of Nuts coffee—and I was like, "I have never in my life, except for today, right, talked about this." Hmm. Did you know even, did you thing.
0: Google it or anything? No, nothing. Yeah, that was see. the weird
1: thing. I didn't even buy it. Like if it had been on my card, then sure. maybe. But it was just like a conversation I had just had. Did
2: did our parents buy it online?
1: No, it wasn't from the store because mm. it was like the only option mm. at wherever store we were going to or something. I was like, I guess we'll get this chock mm-hmm. full of nuts coffee. And then, yeah, that was the, the creepiest thing that's happened to me that I've noticed.
2: Yeah. Because yeah. it was like was
1: almost instantaneous. I like looked at some site and there was an ad for it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's happened to me before too, but not with chock full of nuts. But now that I'm saying (laughs) chock full of nuts, I really, I'm using our dad's computer right now, so I'm wondering if, like, if I say it enough on here, (laughs) if he'll start getting ads for it. (laughs) Chock full of nuts. Uh, It's so weird. Wait, was that coffee chock full of nuts though? Like, did it taste nutty?
1: So, <laughs> I don't I think it was especially that great.
0: I've never heard of that before.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It was one of those that comes in a tin. Oh, a tin. Yeah, it wasn't mm. even in a bag. It was in a tin. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, who knows? Maybe they'll become a sponsor one day of this show,
0: this podcast. <laughs> hey, chocolate full of nuts. Carly just said <laughs> your coffee wasn't that great. <laughs> And your, <laughs> how you advertise is creepy. <laughs> uh, I think we should all get on our Facebooks and see what the first advertisement we see is. Ooh, good mm, idea. Yeah. I'm on my phone right now looking at them, though. Hmm. So that's, I'm... That's oh, fine. yeah, I got some. I have AT&T.
1: That's in my feed. The ones on the side
2: are like mattresses, purple mattress. See, I just have suggested groups on the side of mine. Really? Yeah. I don't. I don't,
0: don't, have, I don't mm. have a side because I'm on the mobile site. Oh. I don't but have any
2: product.
0: I have a suggested post, which is like it's for a website called Viral Motion, and it says, <laughs> "This is just crazy," and then it says. Ewan McGregor's wife responds to his split from girlfriend Mary Elizabeth, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Ooh. laughs>
2: I have a suggested post that is for, which is, yeah, basically an ad, a sponsored ad, for mm-hmm. Big Life Journal, which is... That sounds like something. A, like... It, yeah. It's for children. It's a way to cultivate a child's self-love and build their self-esteem.
0: So it's like a little kit, oh, nice.
2: worksheets for children.
0: That is nice. Hmm. The oh. second one I have on here is for the Flex Company, and it's apparently some kind of tampon industry like disruptor says after 80 years the tampon industry is finally being disrupted by two female founders who promise the most comfortable period of your life (laughs) I
2: think I've seen that one yeah I get a lot of those kinds too yeah I also have a a sponsored post from Hearthstone which is uh, a game like a video game thing that Chris plays a lot Oh. Like he plays it a lot And just the other day Every now and then he'll get me to play with him So I played a little bit with him just the other day Yeah And now it's advertising to me Yep
1: yeah. yeah. I have Sephora Which i never so. been to Sephora I haven't been to Sephora in a long time
0: hmm. they want Maybe you back. they're just yeah, yeah, they're reminding you I have one for, here for the Penny Hoarder Which is a website that I go to a lot just oh. when I'm dreaming about ways to make small amounts of money when I don't have a job. Oh, mm.
1: never heard of mm. that. They have
0: a lot of tips and stuff on there, but I never do them. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's like, you know, survey companies and secret shopping. But they mm. also have, like, you know, tips on how to save better and stuff like that. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a website that I look mm. at, though.
1: Mm. At Pottery Barn and Target, cause I've been looking at furniture yeah. stuff.
2: Lately. Oh yeah, I have, those. I have another Facebook uh, ad for like a children's book Ooh. subscription box or something, maybe a book oh. club for children. Yes,
0: that's fun. Yeah, I like all of yours. Yeah, <laughs> your, your ads. Amy does a lot of mindful um internet searching. That's true. <laughs> I don't mind very mindless. <laughs> That's <is> true. But... <laughs>
2: <laughs> now one thing, I have been staying away from Facebook more here lately. Mm-hmm. Like I don't go into it as often as I used to. I feel like I used to see just a lot more maybe not as wholesome stuff, maybe, I guess yeah. you would call it. When I was on there all the time. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm also interested in how, like, the kinds of, the way that your friends post are curated on the feed. Oh, yeah. Because there are some people that I see a whole lot more of than other people. And, like, when some of the people in my life who don't post that often finally do post something, Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't see it as quickly as I see other people's recent yeah.
2: posts yeah yeah
1: I don't think people I don't ever post anything but if I ever share anything I don't think people ever see it
0: because <laughs> yeah I saw something that you shared like two days after you shared it and I was like yeah
1: why well, show me this now
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I've got this one guy who I really I click on like half the stuff he posts anyway because he just posts interesting articles but I he's like always filling up my feed. I also think it's because mm. you post a whole lot, but... Yeah.
2: yeah. But yeah, it is all about those algorithms. They pay attention to everything you do and they just want to give you more of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> it makes me so nervous.
1: Thing. It makes me just kind of sick when I really think about it. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. It's like a never-ending thing. I don't
2: know. Yeah. Like One, one thing, this is another example of different internets also about the internet but in preparation for the show i was asking chris like what are some of the big like topics you feel like you're seeing on your internet Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: um yeah he mentioned there's he follows a lot of like tech people you know he's into that kind of stuff so he follows a lot of people who are like app builders and web designers and tech writers and you know people like that and um there's apparently been a lot of discussion about Facebook and how much sway it has over everything, basically, in his circles. Right. Um, and he was mentioning this and I was like, you know, I haven't seen anybody from my circles, you know, linking to articles about that or talking about that. Um, so that's Another example of how even like the news and the things that people consider important and worthy of discussion can be totally mm-hmm. different depending on, yeah. however your your feeds and things that you follow have been curated. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. but anyway, but that's that's part of it. Like with Facebook, they gather so much information about people and. Mm-hmm distribute it to people in ways that are probably not very ethical. And that creates these kind of is, narrow environments for people, I guess, yeah. is maybe a way to right. describe it. I can't think of great words.
0: People in a bubble where yeah. they, can, they only see the stuff that they are already expressing interest in. So they mm-hmm. lose out on expanding their minds a little in bit. In this one article yeah.
1: that I read about this stuff, they call them echo chambers. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it just kind of spits back to you what you already have yeah. looked at yeah. or similar things.
0: Yeah, I see a lot of the same people on my feed posting, like, the same types of articles about the same subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know, like, how much they're posting besides that or if they're, like, just in the same circle so they're all just reposting the same stuff. Mm-hmm, but. Yeah. Like, I just see, a, I see a lot of political stuff, a lot of like, because I, from all my time in Chicago and, you know, just like my friends, they're all pretty liberal. So mm-hmm. I see a lot of stuff about protests and things mm-hmm. and,
2: yeah, you
0: know, yeah, and I'm glad think- to see that. But at the same time, I always wonder like, what's going on outside of my circle that I don't really mm-hmm. have any awareness of?
2: Yeah yeah I think the political aspect is probably where this is the m- is
1: driving the, the most, most problematic, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, well, you know, you just hear these things of especially like during oh, I mean all the time now, yeah. it seems, but people on different sides of the political spectrum are seeing totally different sides mm-hmm. of the news, you know, yeah. and so. Yes. The people who are conservative are just going to see more and more reasons why the conservative side is right and the liberal side is wrong and Mm -hmm. are going to buckle down on that side. And liberals are the same way. They see more and more things about how the conservative side is wrong and the liberal side is right. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's just really hard for people to know how to talk to each other. I mean, I, Mm -hmm. I fall prey to that too. Like I read an article about how one side is doing something horribly wrong and they're just awful people. And, you know, I read that and I think, how in the world, how in the world do people even have this opinion? It's obvious that it should be this way, you know, (laughs) but I know that people on the other side are reading whatever their side of the story is and thinking the same thing about me. Yeah. Yeah, And so it's a, I've wondered a lot about how, in the world do you get out of that yeah. echo chamber, you know?
1: Yep. I read, not to get too political, but this, I read this one article, I don't remember what magazine or newspaper it was from, about um, the whole Russian involvement, and they interviewed this guy, a Russian spy, who was, he was supposed to, Be the person that kind of followed what people looked for and searched for on Facebook, especially. Mm -hmm. And he was supposed to, his job was to like kind of fill their feed with even more of what they were looking for and searching for. And Mm
2: -hmm.
1: also he became like he would make fake profiles and like tell someone, oh, we're going to do this rally. Will you join us? because I know you and I have the same beliefs and blah, blah, blah. And it was
0: just very, like, oh. Mm. (laughs) It's disturbing Mm -hmm. because... just makes you wonder, like, it seems like it would be just so easy to manipulate people without even them realizing. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean... It's very strange for me because like I said I have all of that. I have a lot of like liberal news on my Facebook feed. Yeah. And then I walk out of my room here and our parents talk. <laughs> <house, laughs> and our dad's watching a very conservative news program and I'm seeing the absolute opposite side of the same yeah. issues. So it's kind of nice to see that. Even yeah. though I don't agree with mm-hmm. it. I I mean, I think it's important to know what other people are saying.
2: Yeah. Um mm-hmm.
0: And it's kind of scary that if you're if you don't have somebody in your life <laughs> who thinks basically the opposite about things and is taking in you know all of the the information from the other side, then how are you gonna know what mm-hmm. what people are talking about
1: yeah yeah, yeah, you always have to take things with a grain of salt. I guess that's what the phrase means. I don't really know what that phrase means, but <laughs> that's the right
0: one. (laughs) You're right, but I don't know what it means either. You
1: have to take it, but then you have to kind of form your own opinion whether you think it's that
0: big of a deal or not. Yeah, well, I mean, like, you know how you see, like, little things blown up into this big issue, like, you know, a turn of phrase that somebody uses all of a sudden becomes, like, a big talking point on one side of the Mm -hmm. issue, and then... On another side of the political spectrum, they're talking about someone else has turned a phrase that was <laughs> yeah. offensive. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> it all be turns into something much bigger than than it should you know, be. Yeah, than it should yeah. be when there are actual important yeah. topics to be discussed. Yeah, that yeah. are just being completely avoided because everybody's yeah. in their own bubble.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of the reasons that I enjoy listening—I listen to that podcast, uh, Pantsuit Politics. I think yeah. I told you all about this before. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but it's because they have a liberal and a conservative yeah. on it who talk together. You know, I feel like they're both—they're both very willing to hear what the other side has to say, and they're both—they're both very intelligent, well-researched people. So even mm-hmm. the person that you don't necessarily agree with they are able to express themselves in a way where you're like, well, you know, I can see how someone yeah. would think that way. I can understand mm-hmm. the concerns that they have and why those are important to them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that really helps in terms of recognizing that there are different sides and just because it's different doesn't mean it's totally wrong, Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But even on that show, I've noticed um, like the the conservative on the Pantsuit Politics show is not a Donald Trump supporter. Yeah. Um, you know, she's more of sort of the traditional, you know, fiscally responsible, limited government type mm-hmm. of conservative. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff in the current administration that she does not agree with either. And so there's yeah. there's been more agreement between the two of them um, <laughs> in the past year or so than there was before. but.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, you know, she at least tries to bring the conservative perspective to the argument when mm-hmm. she feels like there is a valid one. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whenever we did even like civics in high school, I remember I always kind of towed the line. I was always in the middle of conservative and liberal cuz I never totally agreed with one. Everything on one side, I never totally agreed with everything on the other side.
0: Yeah. There's, it's kind of like there's not really a place for moderate perspectives yeah. these days. And yeah. that way. That's really strange. Yeah. yeah. yeah, It's really strange for me to think mm-hmm. that. You, yeah.
1: you have to be extreme in your opinions where you aren't heard, really. Right.
2: Which is mm-hmm. disappointing. Yeah, and that's a whole... And I wonder how much of that is because of the algorithms on the Internet mm-hmm. and how much of... What we see on the internet is just a symptom of how we've become more polarized yeah, I,
0: they are just kind of I feeding think it's just a self feeding problem yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just a bad <laughs> cycle
2: but it's true that you're definitely not going to get out of a certain mindset or see the other side if you literally don't ever see the other side, you know I think right that's, that's the problem with the different internets is some people go on there and they just literally have no idea that. There are other people having totally different conversations, totally different perspectives on this thing because they see everything that's kind of similar. I was just going to say, I don't know how many people are aware of that. I think it's becoming, people are becoming more aware of it. I think there are more Mm -hmm. stories coming out about how our feeds are, you know, very curated and controlled and, you know, we don't necessarily control what we see. Um, Yeah. But I don't know how many people are out there who have who have literally no idea and just think that this is the same thing that this everyone is else is seeing. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well I thought a lot about this during the last election because like I was pretty blindsided by Trump being elected mm-hmm. president. Yeah. I wasn't seeing any of that support I wasn't on either. my like social media yeah. feeds or any of the news that I was taking in, and mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it. There was a lot of talk about the polls, anyway, but like I didn't see the side of all of his supporters and what you know what they were seeing. Yeah, I never saw. And I'm I sure know there it was, was very of, different for certain people.
1: Yeah, I know there were a lot of, um, like I don't want to say that term, but articles that weren't tr- were proven to be false later on but right. were influence mm-hmm. influencers yeah in the article. heavily and I never saw those myself mm-hmm. so i always wondered like how how do people where yeah. are these people going right. to see these things yeah. but it, i'm sure well, it was yeah just... that was
0: that's the thing like especially in the case of like a lot of falsehoods mm-hmm. um before the election i would always see the side of it like i would see an article like this report came out, but it's totally wrong. So don't listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I would see. And I felt informed by that, but I never saw like the original report. You know, other people are out there believing. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I I... thought it was really, oh, go ahead.
1: No, you can go ahead.
2: Uh, I was just going to say, I thought it was kind of fascinating while like watching on election night, watching the news and Mm -hmm. seeing even the reporters like trying to wrap their heads around what was happening because even like the main news people were all like, I think everyone was convinced that Hillary was going to win. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they were sitting there watching this happening and you could see they were trying to like remain neutral and not act like totally dumbfounded, (laughs) but they kind of (laughs) were, and you know, trying to figure out, well, you know, this, you know, it might've been like this area here that... Hillary just didn't drum up enough support and you know but it was just really interesting I thought to watch them be so surprised because these are supposed to be the people who like have their pulse on what is happening you know Mm -hmm. they're the ones telling us inside and so that's why all the rest of us were so confused because those of us watching like the mainstream news channels Mm um we're all getting their perspective of like no he's not he's not gonna win like Hillary has all this support there are all these indicators that show that she's you know, gonna kind of get these states and different things, but mm-hmm. um, everyone was yeah. wrong. Yeah, <laughs> they were.
1: there was. I read an article somewhere. I need to find these articles again, but um, it was about how a fake article. Well, it wasn't a, It wasn't totally false about this um, accusation of like immigrant who had committed a crime. And then later on it was proven that all of these details weren't totally correct. Like it was a minor and he wasn't actually, I don't know, I need to find it again. But it was just interesting to see how that one article that People kind of influenced a whole on local election. Things. I mean, it wasn't even like the presidential election, it was a local thing. And it influenced mm-hmm. who one because of what they mm-hmm. their views and things mm-hmm. and then it was proven that it wasn't actually correct at all it was there were like minor truths in the article but the majority yeah. of it was mm-hmm. false
2: yeah i feel like i've heard similar things about stories that come out that and you know one side gets all oh sorry one side gets all drummed up about it and you know is making a big deal and then it is shown that whatever is false mm-hmm. and but that part isn't reported. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like there's maybe like right. one thing or it's like, not. Oh, here's a correction to this story, this didn't actually happen. But yeah. it doesn't get the <laughs> the airtime that the original story did. Mm-hmm. So all of these people are left thinking that it is still true even though it's not. Yeah. And it's been proven that yeah. it's not, you know, it's not mm-hmm. even just different perspectives. It's just it's literally not true anymore, but yeah people haven't been told that
1: which that is also, kind of scary in itself. Like what you hear, you can't really always, I don't know. Yeah. One of those check your sources and make sure you're reading yeah. reputable you news. Know,
0: I story. mean, that's the hard thing is to convince people, like, what is something that we can trust mm-hmm. as a source. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nobody even agrees Especially,
0: about that. Especially, I mean, with curated feeds and things like mm. that, you know, people start seeing more and more articles from, you know, a sketchy place, but they believe that place to be giving them hard facts. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And maybe that's not what they're getting. Maybe that's not what I'm getting. I know. I mean, I
1: I think I read good sources, like newspaper, like Washington Post. I hope that they're, you know, telling me the truth or like New York Times or these established
0: newspapers and magazines that have been around for a while i mean i any newspaper you read is better than watching the news yeah yeah that's That's a whole other thing (laughs) (laughs) man i've i've been sitting through a lot of news lately and i'm just like what are you talking about get to the point network news has been
1: rough it's yeah it's not a good thing either in my opinion but
0: well that's because it's like a 24 yeah, 7 thing they have and to I also keep think things going that that's a that has a lot to do with what shows up in our feeds too is just mm-hmm. that there's a constant demand for information so yeah. s- information goes out before it should or before it's confirmed and yeah. mm-hmm. you know I also li- I like just... to watch
1: BBC just because it's <laughs> Not American, <laughs> and yeah. It gives you yeah, more of a worldly a perspective, idea. and I like to look at their. That's the only news website that I really look at anymore is BBC's, just because
0: mm.
1: it's a different perspective than yeah. an American would have.
0: Well, I'm excited because I'm going to go out of the country here soon really? for yeah. <laughs> quite a while. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see not only like, you know what. What kind of news that the rest of the world is getting, but also how my information changes on my own mm-hmm. internet mm. that I get, you know, yeah. to see if yeah. I start getting more international information?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, one of the things um, in regarding just all the news that I heard, I think it was on the Simple Show podcast they were talking about this issue of being, you know, well-informed and consuming the news and stuff. And Mm -hmm. one of the people on there brought up the idea of, like, we need to define what it means to be well-informed because Mm -hmm. sometimes just seeing all of it maybe isn't the same thing as really being well-informed about things. Um, Yeah, And I thought that was a really good point. You know, she mentioned, like, maybe for you being well-informed means reading a few nonfiction books a year on a particular subject, you Mm know, not, not the constant, just whatever it is that happens to be making the, the news cycle and getting Mm -hmm. the most clicks and whatever, like, you know, that, that isn't necessarily the same thing as knowing what's going on. Yeah, You know, Yeah. does that make Mm -hmm. sense?
1: I've, I thought that was a really good point. Maybe this is a topic for another day, but I've, the older I get, the more I appreciate the editing process <laughs> and just and yeah. even like through school, it made me appreciate it even more just because even like Netflix, some of the content that they put out, I'm just like, who approved this? This is a terrible show. <laughs> it's just because they need to fill it up and they have the space yeah. and they have the money, but it doesn't mean it's quality content. And so I kind of appreciate when people actually write an article that is published and like printed because to me it seems like they have taken time to actually read it and edit it and make sure their facts are right and Mm -hmm. I don't know I just appreciate the editing process a lot more just because
0: it's there's more thought put into yeah I think that's the thing about uh, newspapers that still do their like print yeah stuff is that they I mean first of all they're usually well established Mm -hmm because the only reason that they're still able to print now is because they have such a high subscriber. Yeah. um, High Mm -hmm. amount of subscribers. That helps, but then, you know, there are just so many, like, internet Mm -hmm. news sources that you don't really know how relevant the information is and how well-sourced it is and who, how many people go into getting that information out there is it just one person Mm -hmm. and then like an editor who doesn't really edit so much as look for like comma placement (laughs) yeah their
1: editing (laughs) is like grammarly (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so yeah so i feel like that's also just part of the problem of the internet is that there is so much openness to it that there isn't yeah
0: yeah I mean, it doesn't and take honestly, much of like a thing
2: to just put something up there, yeah, you know,
0: a lot of news places get their news from another news source. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: so it's like kind of like a grapevine effect where it just spreads out from one person to another and gets more and more diluted mm-hmm. the further out it goes. So you might have a very detailed article with um, really important um, aspects that are just lost along the way, yeah. as it. Turns into a headline, yeah. On a, like three paragraph description.
1: Yeah. You. Know? Did you guys read the Scientific American um, article that I I put up on
2: Dropbox? No. I thought that I, one was. I, was, I was did.
1: The, did you like it?
2: Yeah. Which one was that? There were two that you posted.
1: Um. It was uh, the rich see a different rich internet and poor. than the yeah. poor, and how yeah that was interesting. Mm. People. How, um, our internets are personalized and like 99% of us see this personalized internet. Well, there's like 1% who actually is behind the (laughs) personal, personalization, controls the internet. Controls the internet. (laughs) And, um, I like the last like paragraph of it because it talks about the dark side of the personalization and how, um, the political aspects, that's where it says, um, we kind of live in an echo chamber of the internet, mm-hmm. um, how it kind of is feeding segregation, separation.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I'm sure with people who like created these alg- algorithms and personalizations thought this was going to be a great thing, which it is in a way a great thing, but then there's always the yeah. side effects of something great, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which kind of can almost overshadow the good parts of it
2: yeah yeah i think that's part of like the stuff that chris was saying that his circles are talking a lot about is you know facebook has been made it's uh you know highly personalized and Mm -hmm. all these things and gets so much information about us and you know that that can be used usefully yeah but I think the discussion has been how Facebook and other companies like them. I mean, they aren't the only ones, Mm -hmm. but, um, maybe they didn't realize maybe they really are malicious. Who knows? But (laughs) they haven't taken that responsibility seriously. Yeah. You know, like having so much information about so many people that Mm -hmm. should be protected and probably regulated in some way. And there should probably be, you know, laws to limit what can be done with all of that kind of stuff. But, Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, our, our government hasn't really caught up to that. I don't, I don't feel like our, yeah. our current laws and systems of government have really started to deal with like online private privacy and, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Right. And the companies are not really leading the way on that because they're just trying to make money mm-hmm. and, you know, money isn't going to be about putting limits on what they can do with something, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um,
0: I mean, I would say that it's kind of like we're living in our own personal little propaganda machine yeah, because it really is like that's that. just that's just feeding right now mainly commercial stuff, you mm-hmm. know, just, you know, companies and stuff, but it's it's scary to think what that kind of control could lead to down the road. Yeah, yeah. More than just like, "Hey, do you want to buy this broom?" Well, it's, like, I feel like we've
1: gotten that at least a taste of that in the past. Yeah. It started yeah. to spill over
2: into the politics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say well, you said that our, our government hasn't really caught up to it, which mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. hasn't, but it's kind of understandable just because the internet and technology move so quickly. I mean, yeah. I feel like this wasn't a problem. Yeah. Yeah. However like five years ago. And the
0: government moves very yeah, slowly too.
1: Very slow. Very slow.
2: Technology is very <laughs> it's, it's fast. Very <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that we as people have really caught up to it. No. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like I think we you know, we all kinda joined into like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all of these things, being like, Oh, this is so much fun. I'm gonna share all these things with my friends. Mm-hmm. Not thinking about how we're also sharing all of these things with Everyone. you know a giant corporation and all of these advertisers and yeah. you know yeah so that's part of it too like I think we as we as people have not fully grasped what these things can do right and we don't and it's so easy
0: like anytime we agree to something on the internet to just scroll through all of the information yeah.
2: Yeah. that tells us exactly and- <laughs> what we're
0: signing away
2: yeah, yeah. I feel like I've been seeing a lot lately um, in my internet of people who are starting to kind of catch on to this idea. And so a lot of articles about how, you know, just the importance of unplugging from that stuff and taking Mm -hmm. breaks from social media and screens and, um, you know, limiting what you consume and just kind of slowing down in life in general. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a, a response to just the barrage of information and stuff that we see anytime we get online. Cause it's, it's so much yeah. and we don't know what to do with it. So I feel like I've, I've been seeing a lot of things, which, you know, they're also adding to what's out there. It's mm-hmm. a, yeah, a strange yeah. thing, but, um, <laughs> as as, I do feel like I've this been hearing more and more people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I mean, I do it too. I write stuff and put it on my blog. Cause mm. I mean, it is fun to be able to share what you're thinking with more than just, you know, your husband sitting there <laughs> at the end of the day. I mean, he's interested in it and yeah. I like talking to him too, yeah. but it's, it's nice to be able to share it with other people and kind of get some of their feedback and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, I
0: think the challenge of it is like, Trying to be as mindful as you can with how you use your resources and what you also share with mm-hmm. people. I mean, mm-hmm. I I wonder sometimes like how what my focus would be like in all areas of my life if <laughs> you know yeah. the internet were still not a thing. Like would yeah. I be able to sit down and, and write some full like essay about what I'm thinking because mm-hmm. I can barely sit down and write a blog post now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I saw
1: something on TV where – I can't ever remember where I see these things, but I remember what I see, (laughs) Um, that the average human attention span is now, like, less than a goldfish's. It was, like, eight (laughs) seconds or something, and I
0: was like, oh, that's terrible. Man, I believe it. I can't focus on anything. No,
1: I've thought about taking, like, Sundays and just not – letting myself get on my computer or my phone either one not letting yeah. anyone like contact me because <laughs> even yeah. that makes me kind of exhausted I think it's
0: good to yeah I think it's good to impose restrictions on yourself yeah. but it's so hard it to is hard. manage that mm-hmm.
2: well you think of so and many I told reasons myself, why you need to get it back back out you know yeah. like I think all right. the time how I should put my phone down more but I still like I want to keep it right next to me you, just in case, yeah, you know, in case there's you, an have emergency a, you have a question
0: <laughs> that pops into your head and you're like, oh, I can Google that and get the answer. Right. And then you, and then you're on the Internet for like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. without realizing it. Yeah. Because
1: Somebody advertised something to you and then you're like, oh, yeah, I need to get that.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: or it reminds you of something.
0: Else. I've had this idea that like I should have a little pad that I carry around with myself to just write down like Googleable questions mm-hmm. <laughs> that I want answered yeah. Yeah. so that I can write them down and then like have a period of time where I just go and like <laughs> look them all up mm-hmm. <laughs> because I mean, I do that all the time. You know, you just, you're constantly wondering things yeah. as a human yeah. being and it's so easy to get your, your questions answered
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but it takes away so much time from actually doing important stuff in life. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's true. So, I find I, I know. fall prey to it a lot because, you know, I'm hanging around with my kids and they do something cute and so I'll get out my phone to take some pictures and I'm like, well, I'll go ahead yeah. and post that to Instagram and then it takes me, you know, a while to like put it up there and write a clever little caption and then I get distracted by all the yeah. other people who have posted something on Instagram in the past 10 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. And um, And yeah, it ends up being way too long. Yeah. All I wanted to yeah. do was capture this little moment and I wonder how many how many moments can I just let slide? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I shouldn't care that much about having cute pictures of my kids. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing that I've
0: tried. I've kind of learned a little bit um, while I've been traveling is like, there are just certain moments that you can't stop and take a picture for. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you you know, it's, it's just something that you have to enjoy in the moment Mm -hmm. and maybe you won't remember it later, but you have to just accept that. Yeah. And, live your life while you're alive (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's hard
2: to do sometimes
0: though I mean I've taken a lot of pictures but there are a lot of things where I'm like oh that would be a good picture but like I'm on my way somewhere so Mm -hmm. So.
2: yeah I've actually noticed like I think I take more pictures when I'm kind of bored you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so like during the times when like, for example, like Christmas morning, you know, you think of that as being like sort of a big event, yeah. a very memorable mm-hmm. time. I'm not sure that I took any pictures on Christmas morning yeah. because, you know, I was I was actually busy living my life. Mm-hmm. And there were a couple right. of times and I thought, oh, maybe I should get out the phone. But then, you know, somebody else was bringing me a thing to help him unwrap or whatever. So I didn't do that. And so I have like kind of the big events. I feel like that I don't have any photographic record of Mm -hmm. because I was actually you know being in the moment and living my life or whatever but then it's the times when we're just kind of hanging out and I'm kind of bored and probably actually looking for a distraction you know Mm -hmm. that I'll take all the pictures and get distracted you know yeah yeah
0: which honestly like that's a it's a better way to do it than it's good to have pictures of things Mm -hmm. I really like taking pictures because it helps me Mm -hmm. remember stuff better Yeah. yeah So that's why I try to have my camera at you know holidays and important events and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, when you're busy, it's harder to do stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm just
1: terrible at taking pictures at any time. I really don't do it that you know,
0: often. It's not a thing you have to yeah, do. I don't you feel, don't feel do bad it. about it though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what I think we should do. I feel like next time we do a podcast, uh, first today we should challenge ourselves to find a way to control the grip that the internet and technology have over
1: us, mm-hmm.
0: and uh, determine how we're going to utilize these things in a more mindful way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the next time we talk, maybe we should talk about what we've been doing oh, instead mm, that's of good spending. Idea. Hours on
1: the internet searching for interesting yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. I might start my Sundays, no Sunday, no Sunday technology? technology. Screen, Screen Sabbath.
2: That's what people call it. <laughs> Screen oh. Sabbath. Whoa. That's,
1: yeah.
0: Whoa. that's a good name. Oh, that's a good name. Screen yeah. Sabbath. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah, I want to know how that okay. goes. Yeah. I think. I think I would want to do more of a a thing where I have certain times of day that I check things mm. and then, so I can check every day, but I'm not constantly grabbing my phone. Yeah. That's probably a good way. That's, that's a good way to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I've thought about for a while, so maybe I'll try it so we can report back mm-hmm. um, is instead of using my phone to take pictures As I've indicated, that's kind of where I tend to fall down the rabbit hole Um, Mm -hmm. is to use because I have a nice camera and I don't use it very often. Yeah. So maybe keep my camera out where I can reach it in the living room and put my phone somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So then I can take pictures and still feel like I'm capturing these things. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I don't have to post right away. Yeah. I can just take the picture. And, you know, maybe just post to Instagram in the evenings or something when I, if I feel like Mm -hmm. I have something to share. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that's a good Mm -hmm. idea.
2: Yeah.
0: I always post my pictures in bulk because I like to edit them and stuff before I put them up. Yeah. Yeah. And I take mine on a regular camera. So I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah,
1: I like that. I just don't post anything really, so... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, you're already doing better than us. So <laughs> I just want to post things that you know. Yeah. I mean, I think I do a pretty good job because I don't really post a lot either, yeah, unless I always, I'm, I always I'm saying like something.
1: To look at your posts whenever you do it. Like, oh, Aaron posted something. Yeah. Thank you. And it's you. always kind of I like how you do it in bulk because it's like a little album.
2: Yeah. Right. A, a little story.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's,
0: I like that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, I think that's a great place to end this discussion today <laughs> Me too mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Do we want to share our We have our internet quiz of the week Oh and I really Okay so I just want to say I like this
0: kind of quiz This is an interesting thing Because you it had you pick It was on BuzzFeed And it was like build a salad So you just pick everything that you want On your salad yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of answering a bunch of questions. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fun, but it was also pretty tricky because there were different types of salads that I could have made. I me too. And I had to choose mm-hmm. one that like made sense, you know.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
0: Yep. I know I had the same problem. All right. I was like,
1: ooh strawberries, but strawberries wouldn't I know. Good. I had, had that issue well
0: with, salad. with eggs. I was like, I really yeah. love a good salad with eggs, but it wasn't going with the rest mm-hmm. of the stuff I had on it, so Mm -hmm. Come do Mm -hmm. it I get it Yeah. What were your results then? Erin? Well, I got um, This is supposed to tell you what your personality is Or whatever
2: Well first, what kind of salad did you make?
0: Oh Oh. Okay, so I used mixed greens And Mm -hmm. I put I think I had some like Cucumbers Tomatoes Actually, no, I had to take the tomatoes off. Um, so cucumber, <laughs> um, avocado, apples, dried cranberries, walnuts, and then I did like a raspberry vinaigrette and olive oil on it. Mm. Um, and I've had this kind of salad oh, nice. before, delicious. Uh, but my results were intelligent and funny. it says there's a word for what you have and that word is wit those that Mm. know you will often seek out your perspective and opinion on various issues just so they can enjoy your take you're sharp Mm. and you have a knack for making people smile it goes without saying you're a joy to be around you're well liked and you've got a darn good head on your shoulders don't ever convince yourself otherwise very nice. Good job. Hey, can you imagine <laughs> yeah. if I picked the eggs? <laughs> oh <God>. it would <laughs> it would probably, they'd probably be like, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Only
1: dummies pick eggs. <laughs> I love eggs, though. So... Yeah. I All really right, what did you eggs. guys get? Um, I'll go next, I guess.
2: Yeah.
1: I chose arugula. Oh. Oh. Romaine and mixed greens, whoa, whoa. with tomato, red bell pepper, black olives, mm. edamame, mm. artichoke hearts, um, oh. and then s- sliced steak because it was an option. I was like, ooh,
0: wow, steak on
1: my salad? Why not? Yeah, um, feta cheese and honey mustard dressing. Because it was hard to pick a dressing because of the steak. I was like, I don't know yeah. what's going to go well with the steak. Yep. Mm. So I got um, sensitive and emotional.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Sounds <laughs> so just... just like you. <laughs> okay. That You're... sounds like me. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're empathetic by nature. If there were more people like you, the world would be far better off. You have the unique ability to put yourself in other people's shoes, even if that somebody is a fictional character. Oh. You probably love a book or movie that can make you cry. Not always. Mm. Your strong moral compass is strong and exact, and you're not likely to do things that are purely selfish and self-serving.
0: Well, good for you. Mm. Yeah. i such a great person. <laughs> I can't believe your strong moral compass is strong. <laughs> <laughs> what a... Who wrote that feed? sentence?
1: <laughs> Editing. Editing, everybody.
2: Take some time. Uh, <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Well, I I made kind of a... Mm-hmm. I tend to like the balsamic vinaigrette Whoa. dressings with like cranberries and walnuts and feta cheese. Mm-hmm. That tends to be like my go-to type of salad. So that's what I made. Mm-hmm. And But here's the thing. I took it first on my phone mm-hmm. and I got curious and focused which actually sounded quite a bit like me yeah you know it's a person who like loves to learn about stuff and can get a little lost reading about things and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but then since i was on my phone and i couldn't like copy the thing into the other thing very easily (laughs) i moved over to the computer and I put the exact same ingredients in the salad and I got relaxed and organized. Uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. So, weird. so
0: uh-oh. I don't know what that means. I think that means we can't trust Buzzfeed anymore. What? Oh, no. Yeah. I was using this to make all of my decisions in life.
2: I know, no. be careful. It will tell you <laughs> something different if you are on a different device. Oh, man. man. So there you go. All right. People can, people can make their salads and believe what they will about their results i guess
0: yeah. yeah i guess you know the most fun thing about it was making the salad that's yeah. true all right
1: so this has been our discussion on the internet and oh, it's yeah. gonna be on the internet <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Whoa.
0: thanks for listening everybody and be sure to stay tuned for our next podcast and we don't know when mm-hmm. it's gonna
2: happen But it'll be interesting. Bye. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs)